Hey y'all, and welcome to Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we will be talking about the transgender epidemic in pop culture, Madonna's brand new music video, Taylor Swift and Apple Music, the Lifetime movie A Deadly Adoption, and Casey Musgraves. With me as always is my wonderful, lovely co-host, Adrian Gomez. Hello. Okay, so let's start. First, we're going to talk about transgender, the transgender community. What word did you say? Epidemic. Is that a bad thing? Was that not the right wording? What should I have said? Phenomena. Can we start over? I don't want to offend anybody. No, keep talking. Okay, the transgender phenomenon that is taking over pop culture right now. Yes. So, obviously, with Bruce Jenner... That was... Uh, first of all, Laverne Cox really is what started it. Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono, exactly. That's the real... Yeah, yeah absolutely. for real. That was the Where first... Where is he right now? I don't know. I'm surprised he's not been piping up more. I know. That's true. Um, okay, so in the last just week, you think... Or a couple of weeks, you had Bruce Jenner on the cover of Vanity Fair. You have had a Big Brother contestant that's transgender. First one ever. First reality show contestant I can think of that was transgender. Mm-hmm. Mm. On American Next Top Model. Oh, Top Model. I, 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 Iris? I was like, Iris. <laughs> Not Iris. Iris. <laughs> and she still pops up and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Um, you have had... But one of what? Yeah. A handful. In the city I mean? of L.A., every look transparent, the major show that they're pushing for Emmys this year. Uh, and you have uh, Becoming Us, which is that new reality show on ABC Family about the transgender and father. And I Am Jazz. And I Am Jazz on... Uh, TLC. TLC. So, first of all, I want to start with Becoming Us, which is a show on ABC Family. It's a reality show. It's a reality show, even though it feels like it's not a reality show. But anyway, so it's about a, it's a son's point of view. His his father has transitioned into a woman. Yes. And his mother is still his mother. Yes. And he is dating a girl whose father it's is also, also trans- transgender. Yeah. I, I've only seen the first one so far. Was it good? Uh, well, I mean, the story of their life is fascinating. Yeah. I would love to see it in, like, a real documentary. Documentary. Yeah. But just, I mean, it's not very well made television, I will say that. It just is so, everything's so sad. Did you ever watch 16 and Pregnant, like, back in the day? Yeah. You remember how it's like, they confess to their friend, and they tell yeah. talk to their mom about it, and they talk to the guy, or how they don't have a guy. It's those same kind of plot points that it's like... It makes it feel very disingenuous. Ryan Seacrest is producing that, which is honestly kind of shocking. Absolutely. Well, Ryan Seacrest is doing a lot of random stuff. He's producing that show with J-Lo that comes on the fall. The Cop, the cop, cop Show. Wow. And this. And he, I saw he has another scripted show coming out. Oh, and did that weird like mixology or mix uh, where it's like about bartenders that came on last year. That's it. I know. I do. Do you read Deadline.com? Uh, sometimes. I'll, I I remember reading a few months ago saying that he had signed like all these new like senior vice president of like unscripted TV. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he's really going into it. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a billionaire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so Becoming Us was just so interesting. First of all, how do you find these people? I'm sure that they have had some kind of national spotlight kind of put on them, just like I Am Jazz, that little boy. Absolutely. I Am was Jazz, on who Rosie. was on Rosie O'Donnell's new talk show, the one was on the Oprah Network a couple of years ago, and now is, and had a documentary, like a short one, that came on own, like probably two or three, uh, two-ish years ago, and then now has a full series. Any glimpse or any kind of like peeking through and getting some kind of national attention can pave the road for a few years 
for anybody. Absolutely. It just... Uh, next, the Big Brother contestant. Yeah. Uh, that's me. How do you think that... I, I'm very curious to see if she goes in the house and is like, I'm transgender. Or, or if she, she goes in the house. She is... Like, if you saw her, you would not think anything. And her voice is very feminine. Really? So I didn't, like, I when I was looking at the contestants and it didn't, it just said, like, their name, their occupation, their age or whatever, I thought she was a woman. And honestly, I thought she was the most attractive woman in the bunch. Wow. And so then, like, an hour later, I was like, when I, uh, somebody said, oh, the, there's a transgender contestant on Big Brother, I was like, which, which one? one? Yeah. And I honestly thought it was a different one. How embarrassing. I shouldn't say that, but oh well. Um, but I'm so curious to see how she plays it and how she plays that up. Crazy. And I hope that she doesn't try to just, like, get press. It starts this week, coming up. I know. That's my, definitely, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, also, Laverne Cox Entertain- was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly this past week, and the article on that is absolutely fascinating. Laverne Cox, I still can't wait till she's actually in something. Because Orange is the New Black ain't it. Right. She's barely on the show. Right, Let's exactly. just be real. She's more of a figure than she is. A prop. Ex- That's what I would call it. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, but to wrap up, I think more and more you'll see people kind of becoming, you know... And in about two months, three months, this will all be people horribly manipulating things for press. Because that's always how these sort of things shake out. Like, now if there's a gay contestant on a reality show, they're usually, they play the gay card in the worst way you could ever imagine. Like, top model, they're always like, oh, in my small town, nobody accepts me, and now, finally, I can be, like, the first openly gay model. I'm like, honey, every male model, not, I shouldn't say that, there are a (laughs) lot of gay male models, like, you're not paving any sort of way enough. (laughs) So. You're terrible. (laughs) Am I too cynical? (laughs) Okay, so next we're going to talk about Madonna. So this week, Madonna had a brand new video called B-Word, I'm Madonna. (laughs) The guy at work in the break room was watching it next to me full volume. I don't know how he is in depth. He watched it like five times in a row. If you listen to it, it doesn't sound like Madonna. It sounds like Sophia Grace. It is the most childish voice I've ever heard out of a human. And I just think, so now she is telling us, like, she has to lip sync. Because it's physically impossible for her to sing like a chipmunk. Right, exactly. Like, they've pitched her so much to where it's like a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun video, though. I don't know. I, I, I give Madonna a ton of credit for still doing it. And she's just as do, much doing it as she was when she was big. Yeah. Like, nothing has changed in the grand scheme. When was the last time she was big? Confessions, Confessions on, on a Dance, dance Floor. floor. Uh, what was the one after that? MDNA. No... No, that was like three CDs in between. She had uh, American Life. Was that before Confession on the Dance Floor? I don't know. I only know Confession on the Dance Floor. No, I think American Life was at, was before. Um, no, she had the one. Oh, she had the one with Justin Timberlake. Oh, God. Only got four minutes to say the one. Yeah. That was her last, like, semi hit. That was kind of a hit. I've been rude. I've been shading her this whole time saying she hasn't had a hit in between. But then she was relying on Justin Timberlake. Not necessarily. She was just featuring somebody else. That's not relying on anybody. Eh. Um, and she had the one with that she sang at the Super Bowl. That wasn't in... Was that in DNA? What's her new CD called? I don't know. Rebel Heart. Oh, yeah. It's all terrible. It all sounds exactly the same. Anyway, the new song's just okay. Yeah. It's catchy, but, like, I don't ever need to hear it again. Will it be a hit? No. Um, and the video... <laughs> I will say this. So the video... It features, in quotes, all these celebrities. Right. It features Beyonce, Kanye West, Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry, Katy Perry, Chris Rock. And then all of a sudden, and they are all in these, like, 
they sort of are a texture like laid over the screen. Yeah, so obviously screen. they filmed in another yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's sort of just like a black like mist. And how then was, all of a sudden, Chris Rock and Rita Ora I was about to say, are how in was, the room. How was Rita Ora there? How First of all, how did Rita Ora get invited? And second of all, how did she not get the memo that no other celebrities, including Nicki Minaj, who is featured in the song, are going to be present for this? Only, she's the only one. And Chris Rock, who I was like, honey, come on. Like, what sort of paycheck is she so... But then again, I, she has the most amazing career to me. I give her credit, too. But she's big where she's from, isn't she? Where? The UK. Name a Rita Ora song. <laughs> um, R.I.P. And that was not a hit here. But it well, was like top the, ten there. Exactly. She did have another song. So who she cares? She Jingle Ball that Rob said was pretty big in the UK. So who cares? If I she's care. a hit somewhere else. I'm ready for her to go away. She drives me nuts. She's not going to. Well, I still feel like in a year or so it'll be over. She'll be like Charlie XCX. And we'll say, no, 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 Anything could happen. Okay, Ellie Goulding. Oh, Ellie... Oh, no, she wasn't in this. She was in Taylor Swift. I was like, wait, she was in it? No. Um, yeah, Rita Ora is the worst. But anyway, Dear Madonna, like, just because you have famous people in your videos... Oh, and Diplo was also in it. But he produced the song. I hate... You no. hate me. Um, so anyway... I hate uh, that you even know his name. He's at EDM, which is the big thing in... You're going? Uh, no. And it's not EDM, in it's Vegas. EDC. EDC, what'd I say? EDM, EDM. is the music. EDC. Yeah. I've been fo- I'm looking at the tag on Snapchat. Amazing. You want to go? No, I would be so lost. <laughs> I would go with the right people. I would not go just on my own. Whatever. I don't care for Madonna. I still only know the dance to that one song, Hung Up, and that's all I'll ever care about. Okay. So next we're going to talk about Taylor Swift and Apple Music. So today, Taylor Swift announced that she is not putting her music into the Apple Music streaming service that was just announced. Yeah. And she says it's because they are in the three-month trial or whatever, because it's free, they are not paying the artist for the music. And so she's... And just like Spotify, Taylor Swift is sort of becoming this, like, champion for not putting her music on these streaming services because she says, A, you make no little to no money in the regular way, so why... And, and absolutely, why would she not do it at all? And I agree with her in a lot of ways. This is their profession. They should be making money. What I don't like... Yeah. ...is that she's pegging it saying, these smaller artists will not be getting money. Like, how will they be able to survive... Whatever, 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 when it's clear that she wants her money and she knows very clear and well that 1989 specifically is this humongous cash cow. Absolutely. And she can get lit, she will milk it out as long as she can. Absolutely. So that means going out and saying, whatever, like you shouldn't put your music on here, I'm not going to put my music on here. It's just greedy to me because she knows that she has millions and millions of dollars. That she, like, can't, what, that a few hundred people or a few thousand people or however many people sign up for it. She's not going to get, like, a 30 cents for each song. Or... Okay, but Spotify is no. the biggest streaming service in the world. So if you think all the people that just listen, I even now, I listen to Spotify, I pay for the premium or whatever, and I am now less hesitant to buy CDs because I think I could just listen to the whole thing on Spotify. Right. And, you know, that's it. You don't need to buy the CD. And you're they're getting, like... Nothing. Do you know how many people we talk about this at work? I work for Apple. Do you yeah. know how many people are subscribed to Spotify? Millions. What would you say? It's forty million. Do you yeah. know how many people Apple is hoping to have subscribed to whatever? Right. Apple Music is a hundred million. 
So think about all these people who could potentially be listening to your music, and you're worried about the three-month span that they will not be paying for it. But at the same time, she is a person selling her wares and it for free. Why would she? I, I don't know. I think she, I agree with her. As much as I was sad she took her music off Spotify, don't get me wrong, and I'm paying for Spotify. Mm-hmm. So for sure, and 1989, I love. So I want to hear it, like, hit click on Bad exactly. Blood every time I want to hit it. Right. But at the same time, I, I get it. It's her money. Who cares? And she is right about the smaller artists, even though that's not her point, obviously. Right. But you think these, I, I mean, I know people who have music on iTunes, yeah. and it's also on Spotify. Right. And you think, why would you go buy the song if you can click on Spotify? And Spotify, you can click on it at, on your computer for free right. and listen to it all the time. You and that's the thing playlists. on Apple Music, it has the entire iTunes library. Right. So, of course, Literally there will be anything. people who, my friend Cedric, or whoever, who have... How much have, is the service? Like, a month? It's, like, $10. So it's just, like, Spotify. Or you can do fourteen ninety nine and have up to six people on that. Oh, honey, we need to do that. I know. So is Spotify about to close down? I th- I think eventually Apple will knock it out. Yeah. I, I mean, mean... It's genius. Yeah. They I, are I, iTunes. Like, they, why would they not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's wild, but... Yeah. Mm, I don't know. This woman has literally... Enough money to feed the rest of the planet for the lifetime that she'll ever live on this planet. And she's worried about three months. Well, I think Apple Music was just an extension of the Spotify thing. She's like, yeah. if I'm going to do it here, I'm going to do it there. Right. And that being said, who, who subscribed to Tidal? But also, who cares enough to read a 17-paragraph page on her Tumblr post? She doesn't need to be that public about it. If you don't want we to don't. make a decision... We read the summary on Entertainment Weekly about it. Right, but it's on Tumblr. Later. And yeah. she has millions of people following her there. So obviously, it's going to have some kind of impact. I'm interested to see what happens. But again, I don't really care. Because I have it on my phone. I'll listen to it as many times as I want Yeah, to. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so next we're going to talk about A Deadly Adoption, the Lifetime movie starring Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell. Uh, It came on last night. Yes. I didn't watch the whole thing. Neither did I. Nor should anybody. (laughs) So it basically was like this huge thing today. Everybody's like, oh, it was awful. It was terrible. Well, it was supposed to be terrible. That was the point. It was written by the guy who runs Funny or Die. Yeah. It was like one of the head people for Funny or Die. So like... And it's the two of them. And it was supposed to be funny. The problem is in a thing that's two hours, deadpan... That's not so funny. Exactly. That's what people on Twitter. I was reading the Twitter. I was looking at the hashtag or whatever. Yeah. And they say people were saying, "I can't decide if this is supposed to be funny or serious." It's but, supposed to be funny, but the thing is that Lifetime movies are bad, so it just seemed like a regular Lifetime movie. Yeah. But I think that's what they wanted. It was a two-hour SNL sketch. It should have been thirty minutes, and it would have been great. No, it should have been like an hour. No, why even an hour? Why waste the money? Well, like and a the time? special, like a thirty-minute special. Who cares? It's like when they did Naked and Afraid, it was like five minutes. What? Uh, James Franco and. Oh, Oh, that's true. That was awful and pointless. Yeah, that made There's no sense. the interview. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it was a good marketing ploy because people talked about it. Do you think Kristen Wiig is going to, like, hurt herself from having a major career? No. I feel like she stands in her way a lot of times. My first time I will say that I thought that is when she was promoting Bride, or when she was doing the award season for Bridesmaids, and she dressed like she was a dead robot. Every time. I thought, you're at the Oscars. Why are you wearing a choker and, like, a bag? You could be wearing a gown. Like, this is the Oscars. She also picks movies that are not going to be in any sort of mainstream. And I think, but you are, like, she could be Melissa McCarthy in a second. Right. I know you're saying she sacrifices it for how good the movies are or whatever, but the independent movies that she's choosing aren't very good. They're all just kind of okay. Right, exactly. But I'm also thinking, like, on a red carpet, for instance... 
Kristen Wig doesn't still have that ring to it. You know what I mean? Like, it, she's not yeah, of she, a that's certain what I'm caliber. Saying. I think she is standing her way from being. Yeah. I mean, she like, has she's three, A-list. three movies coming out this summer. Would you consider an A-list celebrity? No. You wouldn't? I would say uh, she's as a A-list. female comedian, I would say she's in the A-list. As, like, an overall celebrity, I would say she's, like, eh, I don't know, maybe. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, she's not enough of a somebody to... That's what I'm saying, but she does that to herself. Right, and she's an Oscar-nominated writer. Yeah, but what's she written since then? Nothing. Exactly. Like, what's she doing? Honey, she should stay on Saturday Night Live. Maybe one more year. Well, first of all, that show needs to be canceled about 20 years ago. We talk about this every time we can. Will Ferrell... <laughs> needs a better wig in that movie. Oh, well, that's the joke. That's his <laughs> shtick. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Casey Musgraves. Her brand new CD... P- stop. Her brand new CD pageant material comes out on Tuesday. What? Like, First she's all, a joke. That uh, uh, that music is literally a joke. You only are referencing one song. The rest of the time that we were in the car, you wouldn't even pay attention to it. You, I know. You, like, refused. You tuned it out. She has fantastic music that's not all silly. It's, like, true, heartwarming, like, perfect, folky, like, break-your-heart kind of music. I haven't heard it. Well, it's because you don't choose to hear it. You don't even listen. I told you, this new CD, whatever it's called, pageant material, uh-huh. sounds like it belongs to the soundtrack of, like, a, a kid's movie. Like, Curious George. You You're know Jack Johnson? You're of Great uh, Biscuits. What's the other one that she just had that you played in the car? Family is Family. Like, that sounds like you play it for kids at a kindergarten. No, but it's silly. I mean, it's funny. It has, that, a, it has a charm to it, a quirk to it. I don't think so. <laughs> it's just because you didn't stumble upon it. You heard it through me. Uh, Brandy Carlisle makes exactly the same kind of music as Casey Musgraves. But I wish I could hear it and compare the two because you, every... I tried to play it for you and you wouldn't listen. Are we going to bicker on the podcast? Brandy Carlisle, from what I've heard, I've listened only to two songs of hers, mm-hmm. does not sound like Biscuits and Gravy. Of course, because that's the only song you will choose so to play play some head. other stuff. I tried, you wouldn't listen! <laughs> anyway, Casey Musgraves is like the best country artist that people won't listen to. That being said, her CD did well. She was nominated for every award under the sun and won most of them. Uh-huh. But people refused to like, you know, participate. And go for it. Country radio is really sad, too, because they won't play women. And it really drives me nuts. Not even, what, they play only, like, one or two? They play... Miranda Lambert? Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood. And that being said, Miranda Lambert, this CD, has had five, four singles already, and only one of them was in the top ten. One of them was a duet with Carrie Underwood that did not do well. It's just women have trouble in country. If the whole top 40, at any given time, there's usually only about four women in it. Really? Yeah. Even Reba, like, has trouble getting up there. Why? Because it just is... That guy, remember I told... I think we talked about this before. That guy said that uh, um, on CNN, he was saying that... He's, like, the programmer for the biggest country station, like, in Texas. And he was saying that market research shows that even women, country listeners, do not prefer to hear women, like, female artists. They prefer to hear men. You watch any country award show, they show man after man after man after man, and every song they've had has been number one, and then they show, like, the four or five women, and most of those songs they're singing are either brand new and will never get played, or are, it's Carrie or Miranda. At the Country Music Awards, or whatever, Mm -hmm. any kind of country music award show, Mm -hmm. are there categories specifically for, there's... And the women, the third, fourth, and fifth slot are usually a joke. 
but like, they can also Kelly be like Clarkson. best country song, right? It doesn't have to yeah. just be men, of course. Oh yeah, but and there's usually Miranda's always sprinkled in, right. Carrie's always sprinkled in, so it looks balanced from the outside, right? But really, it's not at all. Taylor Swift used to sort of help fill that because she was country or whatever. In the last couple of years, they still nominated her, even though her stuff wasn't really country, right, 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 right. But now she's not there, so it's like Carrie, Miranda. They can throw Casey Musgraves in there, and then the rest of the spots are like sort of like. Huh? Like Kelly Clarkson was nominated for every award show, and she had like one or two hundred songs that didn't do well. Terrible. So it's like you know, are they nominate like an old like Reba or like Martina McBride, like a legend who has like some C that didn't really do you know wasn't yeah. really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God bless Reba, she still gets up there and kicks it. I love her. Malibu country. Oh, I know. Okay. So this week we are looking forward to... I'm going to steal yours. Big Brother. Big Brother. It starts on Wednesday. It's a two-night premiere. I cannot wait. Are we going to talk about it every week on the podcast? No. We can't if you want to. Just like a recap. Like American Idol. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know. No, Big Brother, if you haven't watched Big Brother, I'd say you really should watch at least a week of it and just sort of figure it out. Right, It is such a good show. Like a great summer. And you know, there's nothing on TV during the summer, Mm -hmm. unless you watch American Ninja Warrior and the briefcase like me. Mm -hmm. But like, there's nothing good on during the summer. So take the time. It's three days a week. It literally is so fun. Yeah. Maybe I'll... Maybe we'll buy the uh, the live the thing that you can watch like twenty. No, hours. it's not worth it. And also, whenever anything good happens, they go to like a fish tank. What do so you if mean? they ever start fighting or anything, oh, they turn a, it off. Oh, really? Because they want they want you to watch the yeah. TV. Um, okay, so that's definitely what we were both looking forward to. Uh, the song you can't get enough of this week. Um, you go first. Mine is "Send It On Down" by Leanne Womack. Another very underrated country artist now. She sang. Fill in the blank. Leanne Womack. I, I hope you dance. I don't even know that song. I hope you dance. Oh. No. You aren't that young. That was like a number one on pop. Okay, <laughs> I didn't anyway, she. To radio. Uh, oh my gosh. Like, were you raised in a barn? <laughs> so, anyway, Leanne Womack has a, brand, has a new CD that came out last year. It was nominated for Best Country Album at the Grammys. Uh-huh. Nobody bought it. Neither song has been a hit. But her second single out now is called Send It On Down. So. Is it a good. hit? No, but to me it is. That's all that matters. <laughs> I bought the CD on Eva the other day. It's so. How much good. was it? $9.99. That's not bad. New. No. I Ooh, felt bad. That's sad. And Amoeba, they're usually like $20. Okay. Uh, mine is, I'm going to do another Throwback Thursday, Every Time by Britney Spears. It was in Spring Breakers. I can't stop listening to it. You love it? I did love it. Not anymore? Yeah, it's a great time. The video was fantastic. Remember, everybody was like, is she trying to commit suicide? Is she not? She had that Kabbalah bracelet on. Like, she practices. <laughs> you know what Kabbalah sort of spelled backwards is? Hollaback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is Ellen. Here's why. I watch Ellen religiously. Right. Her entire last week and a half of programming mm-hmm. was recap shows for her season. 
Honey, you're not going to be on all summer. There's a million movies and TV shows and CDs that will come out in those couple of months. Uh-huh. Promote those things. Right. Don't have a week of watching when Will Smith played a game six months ago. That makes no sense. It's literally a joke. A one recap show is more than enough. Exactly. One recap segment is more, more than, than enough. enough. I'm sorry. I thought that. I was like, what are we doing every single day? Like, nobody needs a funny ladies episode exactly. of Ellen. Exactly. You watch a talk show because you want to keep up. Right. Not you want to catch what happens. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, mine's going to be Charlie Sheen. We were talking about this right before we started recording. Him bashing Denise Richards on Twitter. I don't care how famous you are or how famous you aren't anymore. You don't do that kind of mess. That is the mother of your children. However, she handled it nicely. She said, can't wait till you're back from Mexico. Sorry we couldn't celebrate. We'll see you when you get back. And he called her, like, a douche face and saying you're the worst mother on the face of the planet. Literally awful. Did the show get canceled? Anger, anger management? management? I don't know. That's the care. worst thing I've ever watched in my entire life. He'll never be the same. No, and who cares? Exactly. I mean, he's huge. Now, yeah. he made more off the merchandise of him going insane. Like, they sold those shirts like kids Tiger blood yeah, and stuff like that. Than he will ever make in his acting career. Terrible. Such a joke. Okay, so that's been us for this week. If you would like to follow us outside of this here lovely podcast, you can catch us at www.youtube.com slash tallpaulpictures. You can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash letschatwithcurry. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at uh, chatwithcurry, at symbol chatwithcurry. So that's it. Thank you. Have Oh, and you can follow us personally, I guess, at, at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Yes. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.